What's up, everybody? It is I, Sigma, and we are back with episode 36 of the BBET Gamescast. I'm joined by Superman Jeff. What's going on, people? As well as Blue Bones. It's your boy. What's up, y'all? And Mr. Gamer is not here this week. Uh, he had some personal things to take care of. We wish him the best. But, as we always do, we're going to get started with what we've been playing for the week. Anybody want to go first? I've only got two games. I can start it off. If you I want. think I yeah I went first last week. I think y'all go ahead. Um, I'll go first. I mean I don't have much, but All um, right, I've been playing some some Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Working on solidifying, <laughs> stepping up my my team. You know, um, because I already had a pretty good team, but I kind of wanted good. to mix it up. Yeah, room yeah. for improvement, I guess. Uh, no, no, not room. <laughs> it, it depends on what they're up against. Like, but now, <clears throat> like, so here's the thing: like, I can go pure with the rules like i'm supposed to mm-hmm. or if mm-hmm. we're going to do some extended play uh-huh. like in magic you know if we're yeah. not going to do standard we're going to do some extended play <laughs> yeah i also mm-hmm. have a mewtwo now so mm. nothing's beating that did you Yo, nickname your mewtwo? crazy mewtwo that's why you can't um really use mythical and legendary pokemon because like his stats are out the window mm. okay so don't use there's them. no you can't use them why not if everybody else is using broken stuff well i would not <laughs> You know, this sounds so, like going down like, the dark side. No, no, like what happened to your integrity? That's just in case, but he's not in my team, he's just on the side. Okay, just in case he's a coach, you know. Got it, yeah. He just he just helped mentor and do other moms, you know he's a I mean? role model for the rest of your so, exactly. He's like, This is what you want to you wanna achieve, this is where you want to be, you know, when you finish your, your, your training. And uh, yeah, was it the uh, what was it called in Dragon Ball Z? Hyperbolic time chamber. Time chamber. Boom. There you go. Yes. So that's what uh, I've been working on. Um, got some different Pokemon. Working on some different stats with them. Trying out some different plays. Playing online. Kind of seeing what works with different ones. I, I have a question about that. How does the online work in Pokemon? Is there like a ranking system? Is it like just random battles against? It do have rankings. Uh-huh. You can do online ranked, and you can also do kind of just like, you know, playing around exhibition. So I so if I were to jump into like because I didn't even realize that there was an online mode every anytime I booted up Pokemon, but if I were to like jump you in, you never did like the surprise trade or anything. No, surprise I mean, trade is my thing. That's how I be catching all kinds. Well, not catching, but collecting all kinds of stuff. You know well, see, I've only like, I've yeah, only beat like three or four gyms like still. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? Like I've only beat like three or four gyms still. So I don't. Like is that end game stuff or like can I like right now be like oh I want to go online and fight right with my with my booty Pokemon? <laughs> you, you could pick up a little squirrel Pokemon or whatever they got and trade it and get something really good by accident. Like by accident. <laughs> yeah, the good thing is like when people are doing like uh, the raids, mm-hmm. it'll pop up on it and tell you that these people are doing this particular raid. You can yeah, mm-hmm. the raids are fun. They yeah. are. I like that. I only did a computer one of those so far. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> they can be doing <laughs> anything. <laughs> okay. Um, aside from that, I did some, some some gears. We did gears last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, you were playing with uh, certified. certified. <clears throat> um, shout out to Fast Tags and Umi Chan and everybody in certified. We were playing some gears. Um, it felt good to get back into it. Um, the pro- I just hate being away from it so long, so I just, yeah. I've been getting matches in whenever I can. Because like I said, we played played like one, two, three. And four light nonstop. Yeah. When this one came out, certain people who shall not be named really didn't want to play. So it was a little harder to to get a team together and go 
mean? <laughs> but <clears throat> it feels good to get back in. The combat's fun. Um, I've gotten pretty deadly with my shotgun again. I did save some. Oh, with the Nasher. With the Nasher. So I'm gonna put you have to practice that in gears. You do. Is that a? That's a thing. You You're just not point and shoot, you know. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna make some, made some cuts. I'm gonna make some some highlight videos and uh, oh, new channel. I really want to see that. You should. You should. Yeah, man. <laughs> make you play. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? Hopefully, it does make me want to play. It would be cool. Yeah, see? Um, and then I'm, we'll I'm be streaming again this Thursday. See, there you go. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> but, I mean, you can say that about a lot of games. Like, there's yeah, so much that I just want to go back to. Talking no about time. playing Remnant today, and I'm like, Son, yeah. let's do yeah, it. No. <laughs> uh. Let's do it. <laughs> Every time I see comrades, I just exit out the chat. <laughs> you can't even try it. Bro, and I talked oh. about Sword Art Online, which you was complaining, like, oh, I sort of played it. And then you still ain't said nothing. <laughs> I ain't see you weren't playing that. Mm -mm. I played it. And Yo. then the thing is, when I see comrades, and then I see Overwatch after that. If Overwatch was before that, it would have made me want to play Overwatch. But because you already put that taste in my mouth, maybe <laughs> not. He's like, you ruined, you ruined was, the meal. <laughs> I was tempted to last. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, so uh, is that segment? that what you've been playing, Jeff? Um. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been playing. All right. Um, I uh, First, I'll start with what I've been playing on stream, because uh, the last two weeks, like back-to-back, -back, I was on Sekiro because Starboy is in trouble, like I explained in a previous podcast, so we didn't do Sigma and Sun. <clears throat> so that meant I got to rematch the Guardian Ape. And Yo, that was wild. About, <laughs> about an hour in, finally took him down. Like, it was a hard-fought battle. Like, he was... Son, when I tell you, like, Yo, I was having... I was having, like, dreams about his attack patterns. Like, I was, like, his his moveset was in my head the whole week, which is why when I first came back into the match, I was doing pretty well. Like, I wasn't as rusty as I thought I would be. But this dude started doing brand new stuff. Yeah. Once you killed him, though, it made sense all the stuff he was doing. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. When when he finally went down, why is he moving like that? It was you know like this I mean? weird, like demon centipede creature that was in his body. So like Parasite. he was dead, but that insect thing was like controlling him from the inside, which is why he was like moving all strange and and weird, and, like slithering around. Like it was it was so disconcerting. But yeah, but on on that second phase of the fight, um it finally became clear that you can avoid most of his attack. You don't have to deal with most of it, but there's like one or two specific strings that once you parry them, he'll stop whatever he's doing and he'll just do this really long overhead swing. And if you yeah. parry that, it makes him fall over balance. and then you get like a ton of hits on him. So it's like, as long as you stay alive long enough to do that a number of times, you can, you can get to the end of that fight. So it is easier than the first phase, but it took a while to see that. Mm -hmm. And that's the that's the challenge. Like you got to get so good at the first phase that you can survive long enough to deal with the second phase, and have enough health to right. make any mistakes in the second. Right. So, finally got through that. Did a little bit more exploring afterwards, and then ran into a brick wall of a puzzle where that big uh, albino snake that we've been running away from for most of the game shows back up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it shows back up in like this cave system where like there are like dudes who pop out of the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and like they just wreck you because like they they'll hit you as long as you don't hit them but if you hit them they go back in the wall and then they'll surprise mm -hmm. you again by popping back out 
So that was super annoying. I got to the point where I was like, just running past him, like, forget this. I don't need to fight all these guys. Facts. But then the snake shows up, and he's guarding a gate. And, like, if you run towards the snake, he immediately just knocks you down. He's super fast. There's no way to parry it or jump over it or whatever that I could find. There's a slight path down to the side of him, and there's, like, one of those monkeys, like, not a big monkey, but, like, a little baby monkey who's, like, cowering in fear. Like, he's afraid of the snake, doesn't want to do anything to you or anybody else. He's just in fear. And you can kill him, but you don't necessarily have to because he's not aggressive. He's just hiding. And it's like, okay, there's something about this monkey's behavior that's trying to give me a clue as to what to do about this snake, and I could not figure it out. So that's pretty much where the stream ended. (laughs) Um, I was tempted to, like, maybe just look up the walkthrough because I was a little frustrated at that point, but I eventually, like, told myself, nah, I'll I'll spend more time with this on my own because I kind of want to see if I could have figured out what what the hook is. If so, it's intuitive, right? Yeah. So I'll probably go back on that uh, on my own time, and then by the time we stream again next week, I'll probably try something else, and maybe we'll come back to Sekiro sometime down the line if if I haven't beat it by then. But mm. other than that, uh, my review went up for a game I was playing uh, a while back called Blood Roots. Like I finished it forever ago, but the embargo yeah. finally hit on the twenty seventh. And okay. um, I believe it got some stage time um, at E3, but I can't remember on what stage. But it's, it's an indie mm-hmm. game, and it's in the vein of, like, Hotline Miami, where it's one hit kills most enemies and one hit kills you. It's also very similar yeah. to, um, what is that, Katana Zero that I was playing on stream? Yeah, I remember that, the oh. side-scrolling 8-bit. Right. Um, but it's like it's, like, very cartoony. But, like, the cartoon that comes to mind is, like, the last season of uh, Samurai Jack. Where it's, like, okay. kind of hyper-violent, like, very colorful, but, like, serious yeah. tone. And, like, it's cool. Like, the premise is you're you're this uh, frontiersman-type dude. And you're out, like, you're part of an outlaw gang. And your outlaw gang portrays you. So, they think you're dead, but you wake up and you want revenge. So, you're hunting pretty much all of them. And yeah. then... Everything in the world is a weapon. Like, you could pick up fence posts. You can pick up pots oh off the table. Goodness. You can pick up the table itself. Like, there are swords, there are axes, there are all sorts of gadgets or whatever all over the place. And you grab it, you can swing it, like, two or three times, and then it breaks, and you got to find something else. So, that seems super simple, but what, depending on what you're holding, your attacks change, your movement changes. Like, you're able to move around the level in different ways based on what you have in your hands. So, like, it turns into, like, little combat puzzles where it's like, if I grab this, then I can ju- I can dash over this gap and kill this guy here. If I grab this, I can pull vault up here, get this guy. I can throw this bomb, kill those three guys. So, yeah, it gets really, really cool, and it's stupid hard. But they, it's, like, it's like that splatformer type thing where... Um, if you die, like they immediately start you back at the beginning of the section. Oh, kind of like Dead Cell. Yeah, like Dead Cells or uh, Celeste or whatnot. So, like, they encourage you, like, yo, keep trying, keep trying, keep throwing your your head against this thing until you figure out the best way through it. And it's fun. Like, in the day, like, it's actually a whole lot of fun. So I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. I also tried out um, The Witness. Uh, the Jonathan Blow what game. Is it's a puzzle game. Uh, do you guys remember Jonathan Blow? No. Did you guys no. play Braid on 360? I know of it, and yeah. it's on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game it's Pass. It's the dude with the the hourglass, right? Right. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay. So if you don't know, Braid was probably one of the marquee titles of uh, Summer of Arcade, like back in the day. Like remember what? Okay. How, like like where Limbo came from and. 
uh, that assassin game with the ninja. I can't remember the name of that. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> but they, very vague. <laughs> yeah, super, it's a super vague title. <laughs> but um, basically, like it's it was like one of those mark like if you if you ever watched indie game the movie, like Braid okay. and Jonathan Blow are featured heavily because like these are okay. some of the games that really like put indies on the map and kind of made them what they are today. So Jonathan Blow is like a is like a big name, right? Okay. And Braid, honestly, if you haven't played it, do it. It's a fantastic game. It has an amazing story. Yeah. And like it's it's something that I'll like it's a game that I'll never forget my experience with. But this is Jonathan Blow's next game after Braid, and it's a puzzle game where it's in first person, you walk around and like all in the environment you'll see like line puzzles like you have to trace a line through like a maze to get to the other side and then like as time goes on like they introduce new rules like oh this is a white block and a, and a black block and your line has to pass through the middle of them otherwise it's a fail or your line has to cover like these dots in the middle of the track so you have to go a specific way to get through all the dots before you reach the end goal and like it's simple like they're challenging and they're entertaining in, in their own right but the game world itself is beautiful and it's like Clearly, it's trying to set you up for something bigger, like a bigger reveal. And I feel like I hinted on something that's supposed to be discovered later on in the game. Oh. And I'm not it sure. Might be a spoiler. Yeah, I feel, I feel like I might have spoiled a little bit of something oh, for myself no. because I was me just being super experimental kind of stumbled upon something that's like, okay, I can't do whatever this is right now, but I feel like this is leading towards something much bigger in regards to, like, these yeah. puzzles. And so that made me kind of lose interest a little bit, but I do want to go back and see if I can get to the point where that stuff starts happening, like, the, the bigger stuff. Because right, I'm right, still right. doing the little stuff, and I'm like, I want to get to the bigger stuff, and, like, I'm losing motivation <laughs> because it's not happening <laughs> yet. But that's pretty okay. much all I've been playing. Interesting. All right. Um... Let's see. For me, I've been doing I've been doing a lot of hopping around. You know, you know me. Um, I did some more comrades work. I finally got to finish some more of the high level missions because more of our friends are getting to the higher levels and they're getting access to all the the better weapons. So we're able to coordinate and withstand some of these uh, bonus missions and um, the higher urgents. So that's been pretty fun. Um, Overwatch Free for All Friday last week was so much fun. I was trying to tell you. Uh, the very last game, like we 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 probably went the whole the whole day. We probably went eight and two. You know what I'm saying? Eight solid wins. Mm-hmm. Two, honestly, two solid losses. Well, I was like one solid loss. The other one, we were definitely messing up. But <laughs> <laughs> the very last game was great because um, we said, okay, guys, you know, it's, it's pushing nine o'clock. It's going to be our last game. Let's make it a good one. And, you know, before the game started, we said, yeah, we're doing this. We're doing an explosive finish. Da, 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 da. Everyone's, like, getting hyped. And we go through and we wreck. Yo, one push on Gibraltar. Attack. Boom. First point. Boom. Second point. Chibs got play of the game. There is a team kill by the end of it. We was just all hyped, man. It was so good. It was a really good game Overwatch. I was so proud of my team there. Um, shout out to, uh, I know it's Sincere. Shout out to Joker. Chibs. Um, I think Sigma, you were there too. And wait, was that? I don't know. Last week? No, that was last not, night. Not on. F- yeah, last night I was. That playing? was last night. Yeah, not on. No, no, Friday. you weren't playing that stream. Yeah, night. yeah. I think <clears throat> Mr. Gamer was there. I think Mr. Gamer was there too. But shout out to the squad. 
Um, yep, yep. Yeah. Good looking out. Um, I'm getting back onto um, Final Fantasy 14, and I'm kind of taking a different approach now. Um, I've been doing some networking with some folks, and I'm making new characters and blah, blah, blah. Now, normally you have one main character, and they can do everything. But you do different characters for um, normally just to be on different servers and to talk to other folks instead of traveling between the two. Mm-hmm or three or whatever but now what i'm doing is i'm kind of having this character main um the crafting and gathering skills so i can have that in my repertoire as well my base character is mostly combat and that kind of stuff um while he can do crafting gathering i said you know what let me just do something different so i'm kind of taking a whole new approach to the game is a brand new character starting from level one i'm doing a crafting and gathering main so this is going to be interesting it's a new experience for me uh, i'm excited i'll keep you guys a little little updated just tiny updates on how yeah, that goes when i play games like that, i never really do the craft and the gathering the yeah. running game i did that in was uh yeah uh elder scrolls online mm-hmm. right yeah yeah i remember that and they've revamped the system like multiple times since launch and right now most of the crafting and gathering mains are saying this is the best it's been um while it's not necessarily easy it's intuitive and so you just know you have a clear goal and um way to get there it's just you know drop rates and and um Mm -hmm. really uh coordinating with your folks and coordinating your time so are you able to run run stores in that game so not a specific store but you can put up stuff on the market board now if people recognize like uh, Fantasy Star Online was. Remember when we played yeah, that? Fantasy, you can, yeah, you like can, player... I think you can still do that in the second one. Yeah. Like you can run a shop. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, in this one, they don't have specific shops. However, on the market boards or auction boards, as a lot of people know it as, um, you can put up items for sale and people can recognize you as the seller. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, Slap. they're really looking for the. Um... So it's more like a eBay than it is a. Yeah, yeah. it's more <laughs> eBay than it is like. See, it a... makes me want to get back into that, but my only concern is. Once Fantasy Star Online Two comes out, I'm probably not gonna. Yeah, you gonna throw it in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's invest in that, invest in that Set fifteen bucks. Yeah, I mean, look, I know when PSO Two comes out, my game time on everything else is gonna cut down too. And speaking of which, we saw that tweet, tweety right. tweet, tweet. That tweety tweet. Another this might be weeks. one of the last few weekends that you might yeah. be without Fantasy Star Online. Yeah. I feel like that wasn't a beta tease because. It, it, looked, it worked pretty it well. Yeah, it would have came out a little bit different to me if it would have been a beta. You know what I mean? It would have been like, hey, this might be the, one of the last few weekends where you're without the Fantasy Star Online 2 beta, open beta, or something like that. And that would have been a weird way to phrase it anyway. It really would have. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, or something to the effect of, it's coming soon. That's what I felt like the tweet said. Yeah, see, so, but like, it I'm seems really like excited. they're not yeah. sure. So it seems like there's something mm-hmm. that they need confirmation mm-hmm. on before they can say it's coming out this day yeah. yeah i don't know i feel like it might be kind of like apex they said you know hey something's coming tomorrow and then boom a whole but that thing. was like no lead up to it at all though. yeah yeah i feel like it's like what is this said, there's a a battle royale titanfall Titan, <laughs> yeah, check it out and it was amazing and it was <laughs> like what the heck i feel like any day now we could get the tweet like from xbox or obviously from pso saying Download PSO2 today. Let's go for free. Oh man, I'm taking off that day. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad your your progress carries over because I was at like level 19, mm-hmm. and it was at 20 where you get your subclass. I was almost there, but I wind up waiting for some people to get ready to go on missions, and it just slowed me down. 
Mm. I don't think that's mm. true. I think you made that up. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> true. So people's um, like, I don't know how to find the invite. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> I'm excited to get back into that game. That game yeah, I'm gorgeous. excited too. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait. wait. But, the outshine um, both for you. <laughs> you know what? I like that. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's nice to have I've been dreams, playing Pokemon Go. However unattainable they may be. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Pokemon Go, and I saw the weirdest thing the other day, and apparently more people are aware of it than I was. There's a Mewtwo with, like, battle armor on. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, oh, I saw that picture you posted. Yo, I was like, what kind of demonic thing is this? <laughs> it's already Mewtwo. Like, that's bad enough. Right. You don't remember and that armor like, from the um, first movie? Where he was in. Uh, but he had more with, stuff um, on him. Giovanni. But he had more than that, like, because I remember, like, when it had the tubes on him and he had the helmet, and so he looked like he was in a VR set, right? Yeah, he had like, that, but it was like darker, and then he also had like a bunch of spikes behind he had him, these, like almost <laughs> spider legs behind him. It was wild. Yeah, bro. he looked crazy. So, like, let me tell you what I'm not. like a hack. I had <laughs> right. It, did, it looked like it looked like somebody hacked the boss. <laughs> it really did. I had my Squirtle just looking up at the Mewtwo. I'm like, just stand back, baby. We ain't got nothing wait, to do. Wait, with wait, this. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you run around with a Squirtle. <laughs> Yes. What's wrong with that? You're not a war turtle, not a Blastoise. Did you? How long you had this? I just turtle? started, like two weeks ago. Mm, okay. You you still you still evolve the Pokemon Judge. <laughs> you still evolve Pokemon and go with the candies, mm-hmm. or can they battle and gain experience now? No, it's just candies. I can now battle. I don't. I haven't battled anybody yet, but um. Yeah, as far as I know, it's just candies right now. Yeah, but, but you can have them walk around with you, and they get candies yeah. walking around. Okay. And also, by capturing more of them, you get candies, too. Right, yeah, yeah you sacrifice them and turn them into Pokemon food. That's pretty. That was the narrative that grew out of that. 100%. <laughs> but okay, but, is that... Um, uh, yeah, is yeah, that... Other than that, we did some Borderlands 3 this week as well. Mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bit further in the Handsome Jack. Um, uh, the Handsome okay. Jackpot excuse me, DLC, which is a lot of fun. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's funny. Uh, did did that happen this past week with the uh, with the handsome Jack. Jack character? Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was this oh. week. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, you had the people come through and um, we had a character named the Handsome Jackbot or I should say a, a viewer on our mixer come through and basically act like Handsome Jack. And they were also interacting with the game because you can, you know, do little inserts and stuff. Jeff, you're with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think he threw some exploders in there. Um, he said he would, but and it came up at the right time. But I'm not sure if he did the thing or not. So, <laughs> either way, it was a lot of fun. Mr. Gamer had lost his mind. <laughs> yeah, he could not stop screaming. It was so funny. Um, but. Yeah, it was, it was a really fun experience, and we like posted about it on Twitter and stuff like that. So I think that's a pretty cool thing. Hopefully, it's somebody from um, Gearbox. Yeah, that kind of is doing that because that would be something pretty that would cool, be cool to yeah, kind of like part of their social team or something. They went live the other day, and I watched them, but there's no voice, no video, and they were just playing Borderlands Three. So I was like, hmm, and and we know it's an actual person because they were actually responding specifically to us and people in the chat. So it wasn't no bot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that would be it was a lot of fun. I think other games you kind of do stuff like it adds another layer of oh yeah and too. realism. Yeah, we were talking smack to handsome Jack, which is something anybody who played Borderlands Two <laughs> want to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. 
He was the best part of that uh, game for sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I've been playing this week. Nice. So we're gonna move on to Blues News, our Super Smash Sunday hey, recap, hey, hey, brought hey, to you hey, by Blue. By me, Blue. B L U B zero N E S. You know that sounds like a tagline that you'd see in like on a commercial or something like that. <laughs> and then the, anyway, the super quick voice, all the yeah. side effects. <laughs> because nausea, <laughs> diarrhea. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> Extreme stress. Um, so, Super Smash Sundays last week was a lot of fun. Um, when we first started out, we had Mr. Gamer kind of uh, showing us what Isabel can do. Until yeah, Isabel Slicker was pretty showed- nice. Isabel was really nice until Slicker showed up with his um, Sonic the Hedgehog, which was kind of the first uh, character that we saw Slicker in originally. He killed with it. Um, so, I think that's his bread and butter. But um, he was doing the thing. Uh, for a long time, Slickless was holding it down, and then I think it was Sigma. Sigma's um, Pikachu took over for a couple games. Uh, he he did some <laughs> really good work. I forget what it was. There was one in particular where you did a down B off the side, and it just kind of spiked somebody down. It, it was it was ridiculous. But oh, okay. yeah, I remember what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Pikachu work was was amazing until um, we had Slicks come back with his Inkling. Mm. And the Inkling was coming up until we got one more guy named Soul. Soul came in there. He lost his first round when he was playing Joker, but then he came back with um, Terry and finished off the whole stream and just killed everybody with Terry. Yeah, his Terry so, was pretty decent. Yeah, his Terry was real nice, and he, he was making it happen. So um, we had really good GGs all around. And, you know, I, I guess the only thing I want to say about our our uh, Super Smash Sundays, if you lose, don't get salty. Just <laughs> head up. You know, like, it's, it's okay to be mad. It's okay to be upset. But don't get mad at other folks. Yeah, like, don't. <laughs> like, it, it just doesn't. It's, it's bad sportsmanship. Like, if you're it's complaining bad. about your loss, it, like, anytime you lose doesn't mean like it's unfair and you were cheated like sometimes you lose <laughs> like it's a, it's part of the game <laughs> you get specific. i will say i was mad salty at you though me when i missed that yeah oh okay i, I know what you're <laughs> so if y'all don't know i recently changed up my controls um normally i have um smash on the right stick and as i've seen you know better players do and i've heard from you guys change that to a tilt right so mm-hmm. i was like okay i've done it i did it before and it messed me up and i, I was like ah, i don't want to do this so <laughs> i tried again and um this time i was on the verge of killing sigma shield had broken and i was on his left side we're on the left side of the stage so i jump <laughs> over to the right side and i knew i didn't have a whole bunch of time for his shield broken so i'm like you know what he's almost done this is his last stock let me just quick smash done out of here and i hit the stick and the stick was a forward tilt. And so he survives it and ends up killing me. I was pissed off. And this man on stream screams in my face laughing, yo. I had to. I had to. And I'm sitting there like, wow. And he knows exactly why I lost. I had told him right before the stream, I was like, yo, I'm nervous about this because I feel like I'm going to mess up just like this. And I messed up on him, and he was like, ha! So, yeah, I was a little... It's muscle, it's muscle memory. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's just, let's put it this way. I was a fan of the first half of your stream on Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> I was happy that you beat oh, it. Man. I was happy he that you beat moves it. Up. He did. Y'all saw it. You watched this every moment. <laughs> I did. I'm sitting here with my tea. Uh, Y'all like, see them. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was a Super Smash recap of the week. Uh, let's get into these stories, bro. Right. We have a number of topics for this week. First off, uh, something on the sad side. Uh, blue, you brought this to our attention. And more, more blue talking. Y'all getting a lot of blue today. Um, but yeah, just like Sigma said, this is, oh man, I'm going to make a pun. This is very blue. Um, Konami. Was that the pun? That means, that means it's sad. Okay. This this makes it feel blue. I was just checking. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) Konami code creator Kazuhisha Hashimoto has passed away at age 61. Now, if you guys don't know what the Konami code is, it's a series of inputs on your controller that is used to um, do different cheats and different um, secrets in games. And it all started with um, this man, Kazuhisa Hashimoto. Yeah, it was famously Um, the the 30 lives code in Contra. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of made its way into a bunch of other Konami games where it got the nickname, the Konami Code. And then as a reference to that, tons of different games from all sorts of publishers and developers started putting it in there. Like, do you guys have any other instances where you use that code for anything? Because I specifically uh, well, remember Mortal Kombat 2. Like, that was how you got... Yeah. Yes, Mortal yeah. Kombat. The blood. <laughs> um, the first game he actually used it in was called Gradius. And he said he hadn't played it, he hadn't played it much when he was developing it, mm. and he knew he couldn't beat it, so he put in the code, <laughs> the cheat code, which is great. The original code was up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, be a start. Mm. Yes. So, unfortunately, um, they have left us, but they, they left us with a great It was different uh, on Sega. Legacy. It was different on Sega? What was it for Sega? Like up, down, left, right, up, down, down, up, left, right, C-A-B. Hmm. So yeah, there's a whole bunch of different variations of it. Um, they didn't. Uh, most of the um, Konami codes haven't strayed far from the original recipe, but they're all references to this. So mm-hmm. yeah, this this um, developer is definitely left behind a legacy, pretty much in the shadows, and um, that's the point of it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I imagine um, uh, in light of his death, we might see a lot more homages to yeah. him via that code in future games so look out for that like, just try just try literally just try it in any game you're playing and see if something happens because there's <laughs> it, there's like a 50 percent chance that you'll get real talk cool. real talk um so yeah you know we we definitely send condolences to the families and the loved ones they left behind and um we we're, we're um excited to see you know new generations of of dedication to game development just like uh mr hashimoto did Nice. Yeah. So, a less sad topic, more controversial. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, you brought this to our attention. You want to take this one? Oh, yeah. So, recently, uh, let me just make sure I get his name correct. <laughs> okay. So, Mr. Kurt Finnick. Uh He's Finnick. a uh, streamer for FIFA. Uh, recently got banned from not only 
uh, any type of online matches. He's mm-hmm. all he's banned for playing any EA games in general. Also, his YouTube channel was shut down. Bro. And <laughs> mind you, this, he was the number two streamer for FIFA 2020. <laughs> Yo, um, what did he do? That's his livelihood. So <clears throat> apparently he'd been um, harassing members of the EA staff um, about the quality of the game. <laughs> um, his what? appeal to him being banned was that he was the number two streamer. He was mm-hmm. close to taking over the number one streamer, their golden boy, and they wanted to shut him down because words. of that. Yes. Wow. <laughs> but he'd been um, harassing staff members. Um, there was also a cyber attack on a couple of EA staff members. And they think and they think he was, had something to do with it. It was more than likely it was coerced by him like his fan base oh okay uh, yeah like he probably put on by that right <clears throat> he's like look i didn't say go hack them y'all but i didn't say don't <laughs> i didn't say don't you know say it's a free country <laughs> so like my That's terrible yeah my, my, my take on that is if you are like if this game is your livelihood like i understand being a critic and whatnot but like why why is he so toxic like to the point where yeah. he's causing all this like strife and stress like yeah. he's calling out ea staff members and like calling the gate like cursing out the game and like sending people to like mess with them and whatnot like your like your livelihood is based around this like, how do you hate it yeah are you, you taking money out your own pockets real talk like what like um, my question is what is it that he even really wanted them to do yeah, it, there was never any clear indication of what he was trying to achieve. Mm-hmm. It was just him kind of lashing out. He was even um, heard he beat a guy, and I guess he was recorded on on his stream. Um, I beat you at this this you know game. Wow, <laughs> that's terrible. That's like, absolutely terrible. Like. This this is this is my thing, right? I feel like there's two things here. One, he's upset with the game itself. Two, him mentioning and this this part kind of scares me too. Him mentioning that, you know, he was coming up on number 1 and EA's like, "No, nah, we like this guy number 1, let's cancel number 2." That's that's that sounds like that could also have been happening. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that there's a that's, factor there. That's scary. You know what I mean? Um but yeah, that it sucks that he's such a hothead and a jerk. It sounds like you know. We well, gotta think about it. It's a brand. You can't go around saying whatever you want. You're, just, you're gonna damage yeah. your brand. And when you start personally attacking them, you know, employees, even if you weren't directly responsible or people didn't do it on your behalf, because employees are being targeted now, and like, you're putting that propaganda out there, you're gonna be kind of made the spokesperson for their. For their vengeance, pretty much. You're gonna be this you're gonna be the example of this is what happens when you when you carry yourself in this particular manner. This is what gets me. What made him think they wouldn't shut him down? <laughs> I think I think he had been banned before, but like on like temporary scales. Like it was like, yeah. okay, you got like a ban for doing this and that and the third. So honestly, I do feel like he is a jerk. He's yeah. the kind of jerk who feels entitled and whatnot. And the fact that the success that he's seen from this game franchise, he doesn't put two and two together that 
these people that you're like raging against made that. Like you guys yeah, are exactly. technically on the same team. <laughs> so if you're gonna keep, you know, biting the hand that feeds you, like how are you gonna be surprised when they say, you know what, we don't need to take this anymore. We can really ban know. you entirely. From any and EA game. From the all of it. Time, <laughs> like now what are you gonna do? I hear do? that one of my employees is being harassed by a player, <laughs> I'm kicking them off. Like it's not even it's not even a thought. Right. You know we gotta think about it if it was a workplace. You know, if they yeah. all work together in the same building, you're running around, F this company, this and that, and blah, 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 and this is your fault, and blah, blah, blah. That creates a hostile work environment. So whether it's online or not, it, you know, I think they took the steps that they needed to to kind of course correct the whole situation and make yep. other people aware that this is not okay behavior. And we've seen it too much with PewDiePie and uh, some other people, you know, with their uh hate hateful speeches and the stuff they say online um whether it's against this particular minority or against a group of people or against a company that it just this isn't okay yeah like the the amount of influence they have like it becomes dangerous if the person at the top isn't aware of the kind of sway yeah. and influence they have that's like mm-hmm. the president saying hateful stuff and right then, <laughs> exactly yeah just mini versions of that nonsense but like, it makes perfect sense to me that if this guy was the number two and he was about to be like the number one FIFA streamer, yeah. that if he's like a toxic problem, like no, yeah, like why in the world out. would EA want that to be the face of yeah. their stream? Like that. no, like like yeah, be a douche, clean your act up, and and, and that gets you the number one spot. Like no, <clears throat> I mean, and he and he may have just been because he was so popular, he's playing up that behavior to a certain yeah. extent. So he's like, I'm gonna yeah. just keep doing this because it works. Well, maybe maybe get a a better audience. I'm sorry, yeah. like because like I don't see the <laughs> yeah. value in that kind of stuff. People like that. Is kinda, yeah, like there's there's a lot yeah. of them out there. And they love TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> right. Maybe maybe they'll stick with him wh- when he moves on to I don't know Pro Evolution Soccer or something. <laughs> maybe his fan base will stick with him over there. But I mean, he could have been playing he that bo- game the whole time bowling. if he really hated FIFA that much. But whatever. Uh, so this is a little off topic, but mm. I really don't know. Because I haven't played them, are the FIFA games better than the Pro Evolution Soccer games? Because they've both been around for a while, and I've never really played them. I've heard about both. So, like, I know the guy um, from PlayStation Access, Rob. He plays, like, Pez, like, religiously. Like, he would make, like, mock seasons where you have to play, like, all the games and whatnot. Yeah. Um, But then you also have, like, we have a buddy who plays nothing but FIFA. Like, I don't think there's ever been another game in his console. Um, oh, so about, I think uh, it Blue just, de- yeah, I think it just depends <laughs> on the, the person. Yeah, it's probably a preference thing. But the thing is, I think both games are actually high quality soccer sims. Okay. So it's not like yeah. one is like the trash one and the other is the good one. Mm-hmm. It's like they, they compete. But, you know, FIFA is definitely the more popular one. Got you, got you, got you. So that's going to do it for Kurt. <laughs> Kurt Finnegan, whatever you said his last name. <laughs> In more than one way, that's going to do it Finnick for Kurt. or something. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to move on to our next topic. It's like a fake name. <laughs> <laughs> like it's out of a, a nursery rhyme or something. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, so our next topic uh, has to do with more business side uh, of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Disney's CEO, Bob Iger, is actually stepping down after Bruh. a long tenure. And weirdly enough, he's being replaced by another dude named Bob, Bob Chappick. 
<laughs> so keep it in the bobs. Yeah, just they need a bob at the top <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> that probably was like on their uh, on their search for uh, for a job posting. Let's be a bob. Well, I mean, the thing is, Bob Chapik, he is internal. Like he worked in the parks section. So like he yeah. kind of oversaw the Star Wars additions to mm-hmm. the the Disney parks uh, stuff, and he also like apparently he did a really good job just expanding on the what, what do you call it? the amusement side of like Disney's okay. business or whatnot, right? Um, but honestly, when you compare what he was doing to what Bob Iger's done over the course of his time as CEO, it really doesn't compare. Like Bob Iger is the reason why they ended up buying Marvel, why they ended yeah. up buying Star Wars. The mm-hmm. Fox acquisition, uh, the Hulu stuff, the Disney Plus launch, they wanted him to stay on for all of that. So like, all of that explosive growth has Bob Iger's name tied to it. Yeah. And like even at this stage, apparently he was supposed to retire or leave from that position back in 2018. And they asked him to stay on longer. Yeah, and to kind of oversee the transition. Right, yeah. Yeah. to like, kind of keep things going. And he was also supposed to be done at this point. But they were like, just hang around as like a chairman on the board, like as an overseer, blah, blah, blah. So he's still technically This man connected. is tireless. Yeah. He loves it's his like, job. they like, please don't go. <laughs> please don't go, Bob. <laughs> At this point, he's getting paid for the rest of his life, right? Like, like, he's right. Like, like, he's, like, he yeah. probably doesn't a need to do anything times. else. Yeah, he's done. But he actually likes his job. that one. You know, we need to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I would super, be mad. Super rich uh, streamers, be good, positive influences to the community. And just retire when we want. You know what I'm saying? Right. But <laughs> I mean, what do, you, what do you guys feel the future looks like with Bob Iger kind of taking a little bit more of a backseat role and a guy who's in charge of the amusement parks now being put in charge of this massive collection of media properties? As a Disney fan, I feel like the expansion of the recent um, amusement parks has been phenomenal. The mm-hmm. attention to detail has been great. Um, the... The immersion has been wonderful and fantastical as it should be. And I don't feel like he did a bad job by any means. My biggest regret is not being able to go to the Star Wars exhibit before I left um, Cali. But obviously I'll get there eventually. Well, you're not that far from Florida. Why don't you just drive on down? One, as far as I know, it's just the one in Cali. Yeah, I think oh, really? Far. They didn't do yeah, both? I, think it's... I feel like that's... Yeah, I think it's oh, in no. Disneyland that Star Wars. Yeah, it's in thing. Disneyland, not Disney World. Okay, yeah. no. and I think it's technically Disneyland California, because um, that's a whole another separate park. Yeah, but anyway, um, so I've seen firsthand, and I, I got a little insight on behind the scenes that this new Bob has done some great work. Now, hopefully, his um, drive and innovation will translate to the other parts of the Disney franchise and. Um, you know, we're a lot, and I should say the most concerned about what we see on TV and what we see on film. Mm. Um, so hopefully, like I said, his innovation and his drive will, um, push on to those. Yeah. Yeah, We'll carry over and we'll keep the momentum that, that they've been doing. Cause right now everyone's relatively happy with what Disney's been putting out. Um, except Star Wars fans. (laughs) No, except for certain (laughs) <laughs> yeah, certain ones. Certain Star Wars fans. <laughs> I mean, I on the Mandalorian was a great addition. Um, just yeah, hopefully it was. I agree. They get this Obi Wan situation under control. But real talk. Okay, so real quick on that. Real mm-hmm. quick, I promise I'm gonna be quick. The <laughs> latest 
uh, the final season of Star Wars Clone Wars. I wanted to bring just that up. Dropping. Yeah. Yo, it just started dropping on Disney Plus. Me and my girl started watching. There's two episodes dropped right now. It is mind blowing. That's all to say. Well, right. to, to add on to that tangent, okay. I actually recently just started Clone Wars from the beginning because I'd seen episodes here and there. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And honestly, so far I'm I'm in like the middle of season two right now. Honestly, the Clone Wars animated series is the best Star Wars storytelling I've seen in any yes. other like it's better than all the yes. movies, better than yes. any other shorts or TV shows. Hundred like, percent. That's the most interesting Star Wars has yeah. ever been to me. I've been because well, you have so much time to flesh it out. They do, yeah. That's the that's their advantage. They have a lot of time to flesh it out, and they have a lot of content to hook onto mm. because they're. Mm, I'm trying to keep it down here, <laughs> <laughs> but you are speaking my language, bro. I've been trying to tell people Clone Wars, Rebels, isn't Rebels is really good. It's not as good as Clone Wars, but it's mm. really good, and that's definitely something you should explore too if you're looking at like post. Um, Post prequel stuff. Well, I guess that's just regular saga, right? Post prequel. <laughs> Post prequels just. It's just we're here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Clone Wars is gorgeous. It's an amazing story, and you're only in season two. Man, I cannot wait till you get later on. You're gonna. Mm-hmm. I hope. Just, I hope the whole of the last season will be done by the time I get up there. That's. It should be. It should be. Because I, right I, I will probably yeah, you, finish. You do got a ways to go. Yeah, but like four more seasons. And, yeah. Yeah. Right, so but, yeah, I'm enjoying um, that. I'm so happy to hear that. <laughs> I'm so happy yeah, to hear that. Me too. <laughs> so, we're going to move on to our next topic. No yeah. real easy way to transition from that to this, there honestly. Is not, is, I'll <laughs> but uh, Blue, you brought this up to our attention. So, while some things are growing, um, the growing list of companies... <laughs> Pulling out of uh, gaming conventions is ridiculous. Um, and I'm going to say that uh, before I even say why they're doing it. They're doing it because of the coronavirus, yo. Now, um, Activision is one of the, the biggest companies that recently said they're not going to do, I think it was GDC. Yeah, yeah GDC 2020. Because of the coronavirus. And there's a lot of, uh, what was it? Uh, we talked about it last week. Who pulled out of PAX? Sony. Konami? Sony. No, Sony, yeah. Yeah, Sony oh, okay. pulled out a PAX East. And there's a lot they of... They also put out an E3, so... Yeah, that was for well, unrelated stuff. They claimed it was I'm Corona just for... Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's what we speculated on last week, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I've talked to, you know, a couple of nurses, and I've done some research. I feel like you just gotta wash your hands. That's what... That's honestly what every... Like, CNN did a whole article saying, hey... Wash your hands hands. and sing the happy birthday song twice when you do it. Like, that's your best defense. Like, even if someone's got coronavirus next to you, wash your hands, sing the happy birthday song, wash your mouth and your face a little bit, and you you should be good. That's that's what I'm hearing. Like, yeah, that's that's (laughs) that's the messaging going around because it it is a virus that spreads very similarly to like just the common flu. Like, it has a it has a different, you know. Strain. Yeah, it's a different kind of virus, but like it transmits very similarly. So it is contagious, but like you can protect yourself by just washing your hands. Simple and I heard hygiene. It's not even contagious airborne. So if someone's coughing in your face, well, not in your face, but in your, <laughs> you know, in your, in the room, if someone's coughing in the room, you should be okay, you know. 
Um, so I think there's a lot of hype over this, and it might be an excuse for some of these developers to say, like, you know what? Uh, let's pull out. We ain't got nothing to show. I mean, <laughs> like, I would, but honestly, this is this is GDC. Like, Game Developers yeah. Conference is it's more like a exactly. retreat for the devs like they go they do talks on like behind the scenes stuff like oh how did we get this system to work in this game like how did we get this story writing thing to hit in this game and it's very very like devs love it yeah like it's it's like technical workshop they love they love kind of trading stories in in their craft and whatnot so i don't feel like it's something that they would kind of want to skip out on like i feel like the situation is really because honestly there's a lot of fear not just in the gaming community, but everywhere. Yeah. Like stock markets have been plummeting to record what lows. They say, like a trillion dollars. Yeah, off like four hundred forty-four billion or trillion dollars were lost over the course of the day because yeah, of just companies not being uh, patroned or people not wanting to leave and go here. Like travel, hotels. Like people don't want to go anywhere. And honestly, that's a smart move because you don't want to yeah. unnecessarily put yourself at risk. So I get it. Like it's a big deal. People should take it seriously. It sucks that it's affecting GDC. Like my job specifically, um, Escapist Magazine. They were planning on going out there to um, do like a bunch of mini docs with a bunch of devs because like they're all in one place yeah. and mm-hmm. everybody pulled out. So like apparently they're still stuck having to kind of go because GDC effectively postponed it entirely now. Like so many people pulled out. GDC is just not happening. Oh my gosh! So my like, guys are going. I mean, yeah, I feel like taking it seriously means washing your hands. Like, <laughs> I mean, you can do you can do both. Like, why 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 take the risk? Like, stay where you are and wash your hands. You know what I mean? Because this stuff is popping up everywhere. Like, there was a case in Cali. There was a case it's, in Cal- yeah. uh, in Washington State. Seattle. Somebody actually died. Yeah, the first death in America from it was in Seattle. Uh, there's like fears of a New Jersey hospital, like maybe 40 mm-hmm. minutes from here, of their testing to see if someone caught it here. So, oh like, it's popping up everywhere. Like, so why go out and about if you really don't have to? I mean, you can catch it at home, too. So, it's like, you damned if you do, damned if you don't. Just wash your hands either way. I mean, I see what you're saying. I bet <laughs> your Purell stocks went up. Hey. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you're probably right. Like, Lysol, yeah. all them all them joints. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> wipes. All, oh, yo, you're right, <laughs> but I mean it sucks. But that, I mean that's that's the nature of the yeah. fear surrounding a pandemic, and that's like the yeah. of the <laughs> un- unfortunately, like it seems like it's heading towards pandemic versus like being phased out. Like I don't know what it is, but like it's not slowing down or stopping just yet. So yeah. it's, it's going to be something that we're going to keep hearing about week keep after week for some, for a while now. I think. See, when stuff like that happens, it always and this is not funny, but always reminds me of uh have you seen this show the strain no but I, i'm aware of it so it's where um pretty much has to do with vampires mm. huh. okay but um it's transmuted transmitted kind of like a disease mm-hmm. where uh these little worms they get in one can get into you and it multiplies into who knows how many? Just you know, exponentially, um, and it shuts down New York. Um, they think it's some type of virus or something, and um, the CDC um, officer, I guess you want to call him. I don't know, CDC agent, operative. I don't know what you would call someone who works for the CDC. Um, he winds up 
treating it like a disease. Mm-hmm. Just watch it. It's a good show. <laughs> but it always reminds me of something like that. Like people start turning to like flesh eating mutates uh. or something like that. Yeah, I don't think that's what this does, but I, I, I hope see no, what, I'm just saying. Yeah, I see what you get. Every at. time I hear <laughs> every time I hear epidemic or something like that, that's what I think of. Oh my gosh. The more World War Z type stuff. I mean, yeah, like, that's usually the, what they do. They frame the zombie virus as a pandemic. That's, like yeah, this. that's what it would Got be. That yeah. T virus. Your favorite game, Blue. Resident <laughs> Evil Three game? coming out. Oh Check my goodness. Blue. He's gonna be streaming at midnight. Midnight streams. Streams maybe. <laughs> midnight streams. All the <laughs> all the lights off. Oh my All the lights off. Y'all really trying to see me crap myself on stream, man. That's disgusting. In a tutu. <laughs> it what? Let's keep moving. <laughs> this man. <laughs> okay. So our last topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a bunch of details about the Xbox Series X from Microsoft. They dropped a bunch of new specs. Yeah. Um, as, and one detail in particular I'm super hype about is that they're saying that at least for all their first party titles. If you were to buy it on the previous generation, it's a free upgrade for the next gen. So, like, whatever's the Halo Infinite version, even if you buy it on your Xbox One and then you don't get an Xbox Series X till later, once you do get that Xbox Series X, Halo Infinite's basically going to be there, that version. Um, and they said, apparently, like, they kind of threw shade at some other companies by saying, like, no player should have to pay for the same game yep. twice just to upgrade to the next generation. And mm-hmm. on the heels of that news, CD Projekt Red announced that Cyberpunk 2077 is going to follow suit. So if you buy it on a previous gen, whenever they make a next gen version, it's yours. You free. got it. Oh, at Xbox, least on Xbox. Play PlayStation. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. People so, are like, well, what about PlayStation? Right. And ask the question, like, is PlayStation going to do a similar thing? Because I hope so. If it doesn't, if they don't, it kind of puts a puts them in the spotlight, pretty much puts them in the hot seat like. Right, because even at that point, you should kind of start questioning your allegiance. Like, really, like if they're doing it, and I think it's good because hear, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Right, Destiny came out, right, mm. and I'm playing Destiny, and PlayStation got a lot of year one stuff. You know what I mean? Like stuff we didn't get till like a whole year later. True. Um, where By we, I you sympathize? mean Xbox? Yes, Xbox folk. Yes, we're not sympathize with that, but I think it kind of makes them. Take that step forward. Um, like instead of being Sony isolationist. To, yeah. Yeah. Forces Sony to basically copy Microsoft, which is honestly, yeah, I've been saying so. they should do with a lot of things, like Game Pass, for example. Just copy them, full stop. Don't try to do a Sony spin on it. Just do the exact same thing, please. Like, Microsoft's Yo, deal works. Speaking of Game Pass, real quick, I didn't really even realize the rewards on there. You can get another month of online subscription. For playing Game Pass games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, like, you play games and then you get more time to play games and then you get more time to play games and then you get more time. Like, it's a really cool cycle. Yeah. If you're a avid gamer, I do miss their reward system where if you bought games from like Microsoft and stuff, you mm-hmm. do get points to kind of use towards other stuff. I think you still yeah. Get those I, I, there might be some version uh, of that that still exists. I know it's changed because they don't really do the Microsoft points thing anymore. I yeah, think they converted all that into just money. But there, there's something I think in that vein. I would have to look it up. But um, is it like a code vein? No, it's not oh a code vein. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but I mean, we're 
at least I'm not like a super technical guy. Like I do have a gaming PC that I built, yeah. but like the specs that they're talking about for Xbox Series X, like that doesn't really excite me as much. They said it has 12 teraflops. Yeah, teraflops is such a weird it's word. A, it's bro. a funny word, <laughs> but apparently that means it's very powerful, you know? Yeah, that just and, means that a lot of PC-only games that were only powerful enough to run on PC will now be able to kind of play on console now. And I think that was, we started to see that movement now with, um, you got League of Legends and the stuff coming out. So I'm thinking a lot of that stuff is going to be coming to the Series X and not necessarily. So you think that was a power thing? Gen- that League of Legends was too... I thought well, I thought of, that was a control. Really, a lot of games, <laughs> some games, a lot of games that like World of Warcraft. I mean, you can't run that on your on your Xbox. Hundred percent, you can. At like the time. the lowest on, setting. Well, yeah, at, at the, the time, time. like oh, when it was, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, so maybe now, <laughs> yeah. but if something comparable comes out, you weren't able to run it. That's why it didn't come out for console as well. So this sure. kind of opens up that window for a lot of PC only games to kind of come on over. But that that's that's the comparison that keeps getting made, right? The the mm-hmm. PCs and then the Xbox Series X, because honestly, um, I watched like a breakdown of this. Uh, I believe IGN did it. They were comparing specifically like what a high end PC build is and costs to what you're getting with the possibly five hundred dollar Xbox Series X. It could it could be more than that, but they're speculating yeah. that it's going to hit around five hundred. So the the highest powered graphics card you can get for a pc is a nvidia ti uh two no 2080 ti and that's a thousand dollars for just a graphics card not oh any God. other component just a graphics card it's a thousand dollars and that will run literally everything what xbox is running is something comparable to the next one down which is the 2080x or something and I believe that they said that was like maybe six, eight hundred dollars for just so the what, graphics card. What's the performance gap, though? See that I'm not sure. Of. Yeah, because if it's this, and, and I'm going to do an anime reference right here, right? If you mm-hmm. got All Might and you got Endeavor, right? You take out All Might, Endeavor's number one, but he's not nearly as close. Right. Uh, to I wouldn't agree as, with that. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't right, agree the way with that. that they painted it right now in season. He's not nearly as well strong. Me as... coming back with a little bit more knowledge from that situation. What I, what I just say, I said from season four. <laughs> <laughs> you always got a manga dude to mess stuff up. Uh, but yeah, I guess what I was saying, if that thousand dollar one is significantly better, like ten times better than the Xbox one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Then there there might be a, a case there. there we also got to think where if it's needed to run what we'll be playing i mean because if you think about it are you willing to pay that extra the extra monies for that higher graphics card in there yeah you may or not you... need it for most things honestly yeah. like most games that are releasing right now a 2080 uh ti is overkill <laughs> like like unless you're like running like super high quality vr stuff that's probably not going to mm-hmm. tax your pc you know yeah yeah all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there, I mean, there is a second of a facet to this story in particular, and that's the PlayStation yeah. fan reaction, because Sony has f- Sony has basically been silent in terms of their next gen info. The last thing they told anybody about what what was coming 
was the logo. <laughs> was that PS5 is going to look like this when on your yeah. box. <laughs> so, like, people are getting antsy. Like, they want to know. And honestly, Sony's console is projected to to have, what, nine point something teraflops? So it's significantly weaker than what Microsoft is saying in terms of projections. Like, this, this is... Right. But they haven't announced actual specs yet. So do you think, like, Microsoft getting out first and saying, oh, this is a monster of a console is maybe making Sony kind of second-guess what they want to talk about here? Because if they would have gave out their specs and they were lower, would that hurt them at all? Like, what do you what do you think? If they give out the specs and they're lower, I don't think most PS fan... Uh, PlayStation fans are going to flinch because they're just waiting to see the exclusives. That's been mm-hmm. their bread and butter from the get-go. They say, okay, we don't care if it's weaker, but if it can run this game that you guys can't play, then we're cool. Then they're, they're happy. <laughs> yeah, It's going to be so the swing think... votes that are affected by... Right, and honestly, I feel like there are a lot more of them than people realize. Like, yes, the, the hardcore Sony guys are on the internet being super annoying and just... Well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, because like, they won't they won't consider any other possibility other than Sony is the best at everything. And I feel like that's a dangerous mindset to have when you're a consumer because then Sony can take advantage of you. Sony can do whatever and then you just accept it. And that's not okay. No, it's not okay. I hear you. So, yeah. Who used to be one of those? (laughs) (laughs) So the, so the group of more um, even-minded folk will say, I feel like with like, they watch all the news that comes out. Like even if they prefer PlayStation, at this at this point, they're kind of hungry for news. Like they want to know what PlayStation has to offer that will satisfy them, that will be better than what Microsoft's talking about. Because otherwise, they're not going to be able to justify the purchase. It's funny you mentioned that because um, let, let me let me say this real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to uh, there's another podcast that some of my friends do called uh, The Bleak Corner, and these guys are typically playstation loyalists Mm -hmm. but in this last podcast um that they had they said you know they're willing to switch over to xbox if one they they one of them um there's two guys ez and cole one of them had recently tried out game pass and they're like oh i just have a whole bunch of things to play this is great you know what i'm saying um and he's like you know if they keep that up if playstation doesn't have any kind of similar service and if this um series x is actually doing what it says it's going to do they're going to be Xbox boys. And they said this, like, unprovoked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think those are the even-headed cats that you was talking about. Right, yeah. Like, there's a lot more of them out there than people really yeah. realize. Like, yeah. people are like, oh, Sony... Yeah, it. go ahead, Jeff. No, you just got to think about the fact that you have, you know, holidays coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Moms want to get the kids, let's say, a system. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have to spend 60, 120 extra bucks on new games. She get a subscription to Game Pass, and here they have this whole library of games they can play. Like it's a, it's a. Keep saying it over and over again. There, I've, there are a lot of other outlets who have written pe- think pieces and stuff about it, and they're all using the same terminology. It's the best deal in gaming, point blank. You do not get a better value for your money anywhere else right now. Like Game Pass mm-hmm. is, if you love to play video games. You're doing yourself a disservice by not being subscribed to Game Pass. Point blank. It's, That's it's all there is to, to it. it. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah, it's like 808 and heartbreaks. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like a zero. <laughs> no, it just not popped up from you behind your wall. So it just hit me. 
So yeah, so I feel like some like some of those more even headed PlayStation fans feel that. Like they they hear the talk, they they see the games that come on Game Pass, but then if they want to play them, they got like Outer Wilds, for example, day one was on Game Pass. And if you yep. hear the Discord about that game, like from me, from other people who've played that game, it's phenomenal. And it was just there on Game Pass. It's on PlayStation. You can pay uh See, I don't even five. know how much it is. I don't know how much it is. $30, $40? You could pay that and play it on PlayStation. Gears 5 <laughs> was free on, on Game Pass. Right. And that's exclusive. I mean, some Sony people probably don't yeah, care they as don't much. Yeah, they don't care. Games, but I'm just saying you're getting these Halo free either. games when the but Sony said, right. hey, here's a game coming out and it's going to be free for all PlayStationians. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. But they would love to hear that. Like, they, they would rejoice. There's no yeah, reason why a Sony person would not... It be happy with PlayStation saying, okay, we're going to copy Game Pass. All of our first-party stuff is going to be on the service. Like, I'm wondering if Sony just can't front it because, like, to them, their their first-party games are doing so well and they're so critically acclaimed that they feel like they would devalue them by making them free to anyone who just signs up for a monthly uh, subscription. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. even in the same vein, like, if they release something that's a Sony exclusive, like uh, Ghost of Tsushima, which is supposed to be on PS4, if that then gets moved to PS5 and they don't make you pay for it, they're going to feel like, well, I mean, you should pay for it. It's a it's a high-quality experience or whatnot. Like, maybe that's their, their thinking. And Microsoft is really just kind of shooting them in the in the leg by trying to force them to, to consider <laughs> not doing them. that. Right, yeah. Because honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, it's exactly what Sony did to Microsoft when Microsoft charged five hundred dollars for their underpowered console with a camera that nobody wanted, and Sony was like, "Well, you could just pay us four hundred dollars. It's a stronger console, yeah, and you can share your games." <laughs> <laughs> True. I remember that. You know what I mean? True. So it's like Microsoft really took that to heart, and like they've been planning on setting this all this stuff up like ever since then, and like you're starting to really see their plan come together. And Sony, I feel like was wholly unprepared for the most part yeah yeah no it doesn't seem like they really had a plan past um it, it doesn't seem like they had a plan past game pass like as soon as that came out there was no other moves left no. um we haven't seen a major move from sony since i think they recently had a ui update but i don't think any significant features dropped i could be wrong but when I turned on my P4 last, I didn't see anything crazy. I mean, at most, they're starting to release some of their exclusives on PC. Like, uh, Death Stranding is supposed to be coming to PC uh, sometime later. But Horizon Zero Dawn, which is a Sony studio, yeah, is also coming to PC in the future. Mm. So they're trying something. Their PlayStation Now service mm-hmm. as well, which lets you stream games. They started putting temporarily... Some of their first party games, like God of War was on there, I believe. Um, I think the most recent Uncharted was also on there. But it's a, I mean, Game Pass is also limited, but the window for Sony's version is a lot smaller. Yeah, it's like a lot smaller. Yeah, I feel you. I mean, if that's the best they can do in terms of reaction to Microsoft's Game Pass, like, it's not enough. Yeah, no, you're right. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Okay, so with that, we'll move off of our topics, moving to our mailbag. Our good friend of the show, Snicks360, has also posed another question. And if you would want to be like Snicks360 and send us questions, shoot an email to bbetgaming at gmail.com. We will read all your questions, and if they're good, 
we'll throw them on the podcast. So don't be shy. Don't even be shy. Good. <laughs> right. Even, even if they're not about we're not, gaming. We're not going to drag you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at this stupid question this dude just sent us. <laughs> right. Have confidence that you will not be dragged on podcasts for a dumb question. But Snicks asks, if you could develop your dream game, yeah. what would it be? Mm. I'm already ready. You like, I thought ready. about this. At first, I was like, man, it would have to be this. And then I was like, nope, I know what I want. I want to start out online. Let me get that VR dive gear. 100%. Oh, you want a full VR? Yep. yep, full dive, baby. Okay. Let me see it. Let me don't see matter it. what you're doing. Yeah, like what? Yeah, what do you do matter. in it then? Just like the theme doesn't really matter. What if it's honestly. like? What if it's like Amish country? You ain't nothing but a <laughs> Let's thief. Do it, bro. <laughs> well, you got to wake. You got to virtual reality. Wake up at five in the morning and milk cows and stuff. <laughs> got that whole farm simulator going on. <laughs> It might be a nice change of pace from what I got going on right now. You know <laughs> okay. what I'm saying? I'm kind, of, I'm kind of, you know, in a little metropolitan area, and it would be nice to have some farm life, maybe. And, okay. You know, Turn that butter. Yeah. For me, <laughs> it would be a MMO Star Wars game where you could be either a Jedi or mm-hmm. Seth, mm-hmm. and the customization was to the point where. You can pretty much make yourself in that game. Okay. Um, where there would be force lightning, anything you can think about. Force lightning, force pushing, there's mm-hmm. different trees. You could even be a, um, I think there was something similar to this on PC, but not to the level that I'm talking about. Where, mm-hmm. I mean, I want it to be like. You got this. If it was in Star Wars. It's in this game. I don't want it to follow any particular storyline. I kind of want it just to be just like a living. Open. Yeah, during the height of the Jedi Order, you, mm-hmm. got, you know, Padawan, you start out, or well, yeah, okay, yeah, or you know, you start out and you're a Sith Padawan. You know what What's, I mean? Uh, is that what they it's call it? A, it's called a Sith <laughs> apprentice. Thank you very yes. much. A Padawan. <laughs> that's that's what you came up with. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> now, oh man. And you, all the planets are explorable. <laughs> there's there's raids, there's PVP, there's there's everything. Um yeah. from the ships, there's mm. ship ship fighting, you can ride speeders, you name it. It's it can happen. So is this like a third person thing or a In my mind, it's a third person. I think that's the only way this works. First person just doesn't work. For like lightsaber fighting, I guess, right? Yeah. And I want it to be combat similar to to the Fallen or, uh, Order. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Oh. Yes. But then, Where okay, so, it's, so this isn't like a PvP thing. It's like everyone's running around just fighting the world. Just, just PvP. There's PvE. I want a little bit of everything. Because I'm, I'm wondering how, because. So, go ahead. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, how a PV, like, how would you fight another player with Fallen Order combat? It has to end up looking like For Honor. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, For Honor would be a better way to, like, fight another character with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because Dark Souls had PvP. Fallen Order to a certain extent. To a certain extent. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's more like Sekiro in Fallen Order. Uh, No, I've played (laughs) those. Well, 
in, but uh, I I get you because you don't see it as the as an, an enemy. Like there's no directional block and there's nothing like that because there right. is no because yeah, like how because how would you fight another player who has the same moveset as you in a game like that is what I'm wondering. Well, I'm thinking, it, and I would like it to be different lightsaber because there's different lightsaber uh, techniques. Yeah, technique. techniques mm-hmm. too. So like the uh, Palpatine's wasn't the same as Yoda's, or Yoda's wasn't the same as Mick Windu. They're kind of like martial arts where there's what different. What was that styles. game? What is really? Um, it was really minimalistic, and it was all about different martial arts forms and moves. And oh, we played uh, it a little Absolver. bit on stream. Absolve. Yeah. Is that kind of what you're thinking about when you're thinking about changing stances and stuff like that? I don't really mean Soar's um, anything to that effect, but like if you know Obi Wan's, his lightsaber style was more of a defensive. Uh, it was style. a countering style. Yeah. yeah. So his style was different than everybody else. So there's there's different schools of lightsaber combat that you would kind of pick from that would kind of alter your style so might not necessarily be the same as anybody else's but there would be some people who could potentially have the same thing yeah i um it's funny you mentioned that because and this is a quick caveat for honors undergoing some changes right now and they're doing similar to what overwatch has been doing with these experimental cards and they're kind of like have a experimental mode Right where you're, um, you're trying out a build that they're ex- experimenting with. Mm-hmm. So the problem before, and what a lot of fans have been complaining about, is that the game was too defensive. Right, if you made the first move, you were gonna lose. Someone is gonna um, chip out your exhaustion, and then it's just execution from there. If you make the first move, you're done. That that was the like on the high level, that was basically the uh, the thing. So they're trying to make it more aggressive now, where you're defensive stances are a lot shorter um the parries don't do as much like it's, it's a lot of balancing so that being said if the game like that for star wars were to come out i would pray that they get that balance down right mm-hmm. if there's going to be pvp yeah. um but don't forget about the mmo aspect of it because that was my right part. so make so, sure you don't exclude that from my oh, whole no, no, no. story or my dream, okay? No, 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 no. I'm just talking about the combat specific. When you're talking <laughs> no, about the MMO, <laughs> when you're talking about the whole, you know, the MMO factor to it, just like you briefly mentioned, the Old Republic, which is the PC MMO, is very similar to what you were talking about. Um, and, you know, that's another, we, we kind of talked about it in some weeks before about some stories coming out from that um, era that are just simply amazing. And uh, I'm not going to go back. Oh, side note. That. They're actually doing a bunch of novels. Yeah. I'm did you not see that? I'm not as excited about that. Yeah, I did hear. But I'm not as excited because novels are easily the first thing that most uh, franchises throw out <laughs> when they say, eh, this is not canon. We'll just put whatever's on screen as canon. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, it, uh-huh. and it's set like so far away from every other part of the story, too. It's like it's just filling out a bunch it's of stuff. Like, you can just ignore it entirely everywhere else. Yeah, um, but hopefully they're good stories. Mr. Uh, Sick. Yeah, in sure. terms of my dream game, I've actually been thinking about this for not that long. Because mm-hmm. uh, a game a game that I reviewed, uh, John Wick Hex, actually put the idea in my head. Because I saw the potential of what that game was trying to do. And I feel like there's a much better version of that that could be made. And essentially, mm-hmm. if you if you haven't seen John Wick Hex... Um, it, it's a turn-based 
tactics game, but it works via a timeline. So like every action that you take takes up a certain amount of time and you can see the timeline on above the screen. So it'll show you as you're selecting options, oh, this will take this much time to complete and your enemies who are doing this They're doing will take this too. much time to complete. So if your thing beats their time, then essentially you would like stop them from doing their thing. So it's, it's kind of a puzzle in that vein. But it's also a tactics game because you have to position yourself to make it so that maybe they're doing a thing that won't hit you because you're behind cover or in a, yeah. like it's it's really cool. Like I like that, that mechanic, right? But the problem with that game was that it's John Wick. John Wick is a very hyper, like fast, uh, like like OP. dope combat, you know, choreography, right? And even though it's interesting in the middle of the turn-based thing. They try to play the whole thing out for you in real time at the end, and it looked like a janky mess. Like, it just looked dumb. No, he moved stupid. Uh-huh. So it was very disappointing. If they could take that system, apply it not to gun combat, but to, like, a martial arts game against another person, and then fix all the animation oh, stuff. Wow. Like, make, basically make it a two-on, like, a one-on-one fighting game, but... You're, it's you like guys are chess. kind of like planning out the choreography. Yes. So like yeah. you would, so each person would have like a time limit, because like the way I'm thinking that like in a fight, like if you see someone doing something, you only have split seconds to react. So mm-hmm. like you would have maybe like two, three seconds. You see what the other person input, and they can see what you input. So you're reacting you to what one another are doing, but it's like in slower increments. From- yeah. So you can get a hit off by countering this thing and that thing, and it all plays out in slow motion, and then. At the end of it, you would see that fight play out in real time, and then you'd be like, "Oh, I'm martial arts master because look, yeah. look what I did! Like I parried that, like bang, yeah, dodge, exactly." Dodge. Yeah, so I think like cool. that would be really cool. And I, I yeah. did tell a game dev friend of mine because I do work for a bunch of game devs with the realm or whatever. I told them that idea, and it was like, "Oh, I think that's cool, whatever." I'm like, "Could you make it though?" <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know the, the 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 jury's still out on that whether it's going to be something that actually gets made eventually. But I would love to see a game like that. Like I think that'd be really cool. If y'all, if game devs are listening right now, that's obviously copyrighted. Yeah, don't just do that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? While we at it, uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and pat the full dive gear. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> clearly that that was the first anyone's heard of that. <laughs> no one's really heard of that besides some cats who start out online, and this is a long story with me and them. If we but, played that, I'd be OP. Oh man! Put all my You'd points in defense. And I'd be something. Overly pathetic. Wow. (laughs) And with that, we've reached the end times for this podcast. Jeff, where can people find you if they're looking for you on the internet? So, you can find me at the Hall of Justice, or Uh, you can also find me at... What's mopping the floor or something? (laughs) (laughs) And also... Gotcha. My bad. (laughs) Did not mean to roast you through your... Yeah, sign off. Blue, where can okay. people find you? It's your boy Blue Bones B L U B Zero N E S. You can find me on Twitter at that same handle. You can find me on Instagram at that same handle. Um, but you can find me on Mixer and Xbox at Blue Bones XB as an Xbox for Quantum Forever. That's right. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you. You know, every week I can rely on Jeff to just bang with me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, 
Um, yeah, check out the team pages. Check out the team mixer, Twitch, Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter. We BBET Gaming. You already know what time it is. Yes. Um, yeah, that's what I got. All right. So, where can people find you? Uh, you guys can Sig- find Siggy. Siggy. Me on pretty much all social media at Sigma Gears Nine. You can find my Facebook at Sigma and Son. That's most of the stuff that I do with Starboy, my son. Uh, you can find my three-minute reviews as well as some of the streams I've been doing with um, my boss or Jack Packard uh, from Escapist on the Escapist uh, Twitch, which is Escapist Magazine. No, twitch.tv slash Escapist Magazine. <laughs> um, you can find that on the Escapist YouTube, the Escapist Magazine website. Um, once again, send us emails at bbetgaming at gmail.com. Yeah. We need them. Uh, Hit that like button. Right, That's like, right. subscribe. Um, follow, follow the mixers, the Twitters, all that jazz. If you're in the central New Jersey area, follow The Realm. Uh, I'm the mm-hmm. social media manager for those guys. I'm also a consultant. So there's some changes coming for the realm as well. Um, matter of fact, <laughs> I don't think I mentioned this. I did an interview recently with uh, the oh, League of Legends, League of Legends, League of Legends yeah. uh, former pro Giovanni Chang. Um, he's a really nice guy. We had a great conversation. Really uh, in depth, interesting about like his history and kind of what it takes to kind of get to that pro level. Um, it's yeah. on the the realms uh, YouTube, or you can check out my stuff and find the link to it as well. So definitely check that out. Give that some views. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for listening and watching. Uh, thanks, Jeff, once again for joining us. Thanks, Blue. Uh, Gamer, we missed you today, but he'll be back in the future. Yeah. And if you're going to check out his stuff, look at um, Smash Button Report. Start Button. Uh, start Button. Why do you keep saying Smash? <laughs> Who knows? Yo, I swear <laughs> in my head, I'm like, don't say Smash, don't say Smash. And smash. then you say Smash. <laughs> start Button Report. Yes. Mr. Gamer, check his stuff out. He just dropped a podcast uh, Thursday, too. Right. Yeah. Him and Miss Kitty Duvall. So thanks everyone. That's gonna do it for episode 36 of the BBET Games Cast. Peace. Deuces. Deuces.